You're listening to Sphera Now, a podcast for environmental health, safety, and quality professionals around the globe. This is brought to you by Sphera, the largest global provider of integrated risk management software and information services with a focus on environmental health and safety, operational risk, and product stewardship. Now, let's get started. Hello and welcome to Sphera Now. I'm your host, Ellen Bremseth, and I'm joined today by guest Kevin Jerica. How are you today, Kevin? Hey, I'm doing great. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being a part of our podcast. Awesome. So for our listeners, a little bit of background on Kevin. Kevin is a senior solution manager here at Sphera. In his 20 years of experience, he's worked with some of the largest oil and gas, chemicals, utility, manufacturing, energy, and pharmaceutical companies. And Kevin works very closely with these companies to help them maintain and assure compliance. Now, Kevin, what effect has the current environment had on how companies respond to their day-to-day compliance activities? Well, the, there's always, you know, companies are always trying to make sure nothing slips through the cracks. I mean, that's really one of the big things that is always on the forefront of their mind. You know, even in today's world where you're not seeing as many regulation changes coming through, you know, and, and you know, and with this current administration, um, there still are, are things that are coming through that they've got to stay on top of, and, and they need to make sure that they have the right programs and processes in place to make sure that nothing slips through the cracks. Which I'm guessing is easy to do with all of the regulations and compliance. And oh, up. yeah. I mean, there, there are so many. I mean, we, you know, just in the U.S. alone, you know, we track roughly 60,000 changes a year, wow. you know, just in the North America, U.S., Canada, and just in the scope of regulations that we monitor. So it's, it is a lot that you have to keep up with. And, um, you know, you really need a, the right set of processes in place to make sure that, that, that you're aware of, of the, the right changes and that you can communicate that in, into your organization effectively. Makes sense. So what are some of the approaches companies are using to most successfully address the uncertainty and the change in this environment? Well, uh, they they start by you know really establishing an enterprise legal register, and so that's really just a way that they can catalog all their obligations that they have and identify what actions they're taking to you know stay in compliance with those obligations and determine which obligations are applicable to them because you know again you have a lot of requirements they have to sift through. Once they do that, then they establish processes to to sustain them, and they'll use tools to get. Notified on uh, changes, you know, if they're monitoring, you know, third-party websites or, you know, other tools that can track, you know, the changes to regulations, um, they're using those things to get aware, to become aware of the changes, and then they 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 go through a process to make sure that all of their obligations are, you know, updated, and that all the tasks related to those obligations are are updated as well, and you know, just making sure that they go from end to end. So speaking about these tools that they're using, um, how are they most effectively using technology? One of the, the, the really important things is to be able to get notified of, of changes when, when they occur. So you know, they're, you know, they're, they're using tools that track and monitor you know, these changes to regulations as, as they're getting published and you know, being able to see the, the, the redlined you know, documents and being able to see all those things and, and filtering out all the noise because, you know, again, you've got the 60,000 regulations that are changing and you need to only be concerned about the, the 5,000 applied to, the, 
the, to your company. So, Are there any approaches that you're seeing today that you might not have seen in recent years? Yeah. I mean, we, we saw, we've seen some customers do, um, you know, really kind of utilize their subject matter experts so that they can, um, those subject matter experts can focus on a very specific area of a regulation or rule. So, for example, you may have someone that's um, very knowledgeable about stack testing. You know, the, we've seen companies assign someone, okay, you're, you're solely responsible for stack testing. You're going to look at all the regulations that come in around stack testing and make sure that uh, those are escalated to another individual at the corporate level that can then communicate those changes within the facilities, you know, to all the different facilities in the, in the company. So having that kind of filter, um, you know, creates a lot of, uh, allows those subject matter experts to really apply their knowledge and, you know, make sure that, uh, and, and they're, they're basically being held, that subject matter expert is the person that's accountable. You know, they're the one that has to make sure that, you know, for that stack testing, you know, set of requirements that there's nothing slipping through the cracks and that they're able to communicate that into their organization. So just, you know, being able to utilize multiple subject matter experts to, you know, filter all the information that's coming in and, and being able to, you know, communicate that into your organization. How do companies best make sure that these subject matter experts are communicating clearly and all working at the same goal and... Yeah, I mean, it's really all about making sure that everybody's assigned, and so everybody knows their responsibilities. And as these changes are coming in, that they they go through and they they say, okay, these changes have come in. I've reviewed them. I've and there's a whole process. So just making sure that you've got the the process established, um, and that there's visibility and traceability into that process. You can be able to you can see who's reviewing it, who's approving it. Th- then once that is finalized, then there's another set of stakeholders that would then communicate that to the organization and make sure that the all the appropriate facilities are are notified. Uh, and, and and we see a companies do, um, you know, they'll they'll do internal newsletters, um, bringing in, uh, you know, again, have all those subject matter experts bubble up their information into a monthly internal newsletter. And then the you know, someone is responsible for that newsletter can make it very concise, very easy to consume, very, um, you know, easy to, for, for people to digest. And then it's very relevant to their business. This isn't just some, you know, regulatory news alert, you know, it's just, it's very specific to the business and they can uh, tailor it in such a way that, that people get the message. And then you have actions, you know, then they can, uh, the people at the facilities can then update their you know, their obligations and tasks, you know, to make sure that they're, they're in compliance. That's a great process. Have you seen a lot of companies do that? There are some companies that are doing that. Um, I mean, I guess first and foremost, you know, it'll be in the larger industries and where I've seen it more often is when, you know, you have a, a large company that, um, is, is, uh, you know, has, has a number of, you know, distributed facilities. And, and that's where it kind of makes sense to have someone at a corporate level, you know, a whole process there kind of sifting through these regulations. If you had a smaller organization, smaller um, company that, you know, had three to five facilities, you may be, you know, what we see more often is, is those are cases where each of the facilities will just manage it themselves. So technology is clearly an investment, but a vital investment. 
What do you most commonly see underestimated when companies are taking on that technology investment? Oh, yeah. We see when, when a company you know, uh, is initially thinking about this, a lot of times they just say, hey, give me, give me the regulations. We want to be able to see the regulations and see the rules and, and be able to have that information. But what, a lot of times what they're not really thinking about is the ongoing sustainment of it. And so some companies will do a project and they'll do a project to say, okay, let's get in compliance. And they do that and the project ends. And you know this is really something that doesn't end. You have to continue to sustain it. You have to deal with changes, not just to the regulations, but changes to your operations, changes to people. So now you've got new people involved. And so they need to know what obligations they have. Um, and so it's just this ongoing sustainment. So that's the thing that I think is often not fully thought about. You know, they're just saying, hey, I, I want to be in compliance. Give me regulations. But really, there's a much broader process that, that, that you have to consider. And it's that ongoing sustainment uh, is, you know, has, to be, uh, has to be factored in. Makes sense. Pretty easy to get all excited about the project, you tackle it, you're in compliance, and then you think things are going along easy peasy and, you know, you kind of fall off. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me today. It was great having you on Sphera Now, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. All right. Thank you. Thank you. This concludes the episode of Sphera Now. For more content on topics such as these, we encourage you to visit sphera.com, S-P-H-E-R-A.com. While there, feel free to click contact and submit any feedback on this podcast or any topics you'd like to see us cover. Thank you, and have a great rest of your day.